talk tuesday night august the 24th 2021 and i am donald wayne i don't think you're plugged in there junior <laughs> are you maybe you, you may be you may be plugged in but you're plugged into the wrong hole oh boy <laughs> that happens Check, check, check on aisle 15. <laughs> well, howdy. Oh, yes. Technical difficulty. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, 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 howdy. Well, I'm, I'm coming in and out. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm floating. Not sure uh, what to that? think about that. I heard, heard what? I heard you talking. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh, whole crunchies. Did you? <laughs> we had we had a, a brief little uh, thunder shower. That, well, I don't know if it's thunder, but it was a heavy rain there, like tropical kind of stuff. Oh, just, I didn't. Just right over us. Right yeah, just when right over happen? us. Oh, uh, it was it was fourish, fiveish. Oh yeah, I don't remember anything like that. It just that. popped up on the radar. Hey. Didn't come didn't from anywhere. Well, you know, it dumped its load over here in our yard, so I guess it didn't uh, have enough to make it over your way. Huh? You're, you're kind of like, um, well, I guess you're south, so yeah, I guess if it was headed south, it would be going your way. Maybe you've had enough spritz. You never know. Well, you've, you been never know. Sp- you've been spritzed enough lately? I'd like to think so. <laughs> I'd like well, to think so. <laughs> it just doesn't get any better on news. I mean, really, I, I wonder if a lot of people are just not watching the news right now because it's 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 uh, infuriating. It's uh, I don't know. Just it, it's depressing because you think, oh my gosh, you know we're we're in serious trouble here for a, a number of reasons. And I've never seen a, a, a group of people in my life try to do so much damage to a country in such a short time. I mean, even Obama, you know, he took his time. He took all eight years. He just sprinkled little bits here and there. Oh, no, we want to get it all out of the way right yeah, now. But, but this, these morons that, that, that 
Biden has chosen to help him in the White House and and Kamala Harris and that group. I mean, those people, they're they're like it's a, a, a fever pitch trying to get this done, get that done. I, I saw uh, uh, a little I guess it was a news report talking about the, they're they're on the hill trying to push that uh, voting bill again. You know, because there's not a lot of people paying attention right now. Everybody's paying attention to Afghanistan. They don't even talk about the border that much right now. You know, I mean, and we still got people flowing over there just like it was some kind of flood. Uh, It's I I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I think I really think that these people are driven right now to get as much done as they can uh while they while they have the chance tucker carlson was talking tonight that uh, joe biden has uh, i think he nominated has nominated 33 federal judges so far and six have been approved and he he gave a little disturbing background on that uh he was talking about a couple of the judges in particular being very very um far left and one of them in particular had come out last year talking about, you know, these these uh, Republicans that wants this that's pushing voter ID. Uh, you know, we're just racist, you know, because we we don't want uh, people of color to vote. So this is somebody that just got approved uh, that Biden. So she's on a federal court, and Tucker was complaining because we have a Republican in our midst that voted for confirming this federal judge and it's somebody that you probably would never expect and i didn't expect and uh, when he said it i said, oh it's one of these morons you know like uh uh what's his name kiss oh there's the guys again i forget oh, yeah. Oh, hey, yeah i'll just oh, go wow. ahead <laughs> make yourself comfortable yeah, go ahead. Uh, get in the boat and you know paddle around the bay for a while. So, guess what? Republican is voting for Joe Biden's federal judge nominations. Just take a guess. Uh, I, prominent, uh, prominent, prominent. Yeah, prominent. Um, not, uh, not, not Lindsey. Yes, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham get is out of there. Tucker said Lindsey Graham is the only Republican on this whatever committee has to approve going forward with the nominations. He's the only Republican that's voting for these things, for these uh, uh, nomination of Joe Biden. So I think we, you know, I've always felt like Lindsey Graham was one of those people that was kind of like a fair weather friend. Um, I just never quite trusted him all the way. And of course, now I have to say, this is Tucker Carlson giving us this information. We don't have it from the horse's mouth, but um, it wouldn't surprise me because we know we got we got turncoat Republicans that are doing stuff that are, uh, you know, out out of the limelight, you know, doing things that are contrary to what they know their supporters want them to do. So, but that that disappoints me about Lindsey Graham. Hmm. Um, I, I just, uh, you know, and if you can't count on the people that are supposed to be on your side, who in the hell are you going to count on in Washington, DC? 
Right. I, I, I just. What the hell is going on with everybody? I almost think sometimes it's a matter of survival. And of course, then they might have something on Lindsay too. You know, they might have some dirt. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me how many people that probably have dirt on them in Washington, D.C. Um, you remember that movie, The Firm, with Tom Cruise? Yeah, did yeah. you ever see that? Oh, I did. That kind of scenario where they lure people into situations just to get something on them, and then they can hold it above their head in case they ever want to stray. That's the kind of thing that I, I see, you know, I could see being a normal occurrence in Washington, D.C. Sad. Of course, I have no proof on that. This is just speculation, okay? Right. right. <laughs> we're, we're, we don't have a fact-checking crew here. Not yet. We're working on that. Are you still there? Am I alone? I am alone. Okay. We must be having technical difficulties. Cause up, oh, he's out of here, folks. <laughs> Dennis Lee has left the building, so uh, I don't know what that what happened there. So, uh, let's see what another, another thing I'll just jabber here a minute until he finds his way back down the hall. Um, I was looking at a couple of stories. I was trying to find some new numbers on immigrants coming across the border and I couldn't find anything that wasn't, you know, at least a week old. So I didn't want to actually use those numbers tonight, but it, I did see a, a, a kind of a segue to it. It was talking about, uh, are you back now? Good Lord, what happened? I don't know. I, don't, I thought you did a, you know, like a, <laughs> a Whoopi Goldberg kind of thing there, you know. <laughs> Got your ass office. <laughs> Good Lord. But I, I saw this thing about uh, COVID, and, and, and it was a fact checker thing on CNN, and I hardly ever read anything that says CNN on it, but – it says CNN was fact-checking because Republicans are saying that a lot of this COVID problems that we're having right now, even with the Delta, is because of all the illegals coming across the border bringing that crap with them. And, right. of course, CNN says they've, they've conferred with some of their uh, well-respected uh, sources, and their sources say that that's not true. Now, they, they named some obscure doctor up in Michigan, I believe it was, and used him as, as their <laughs> authority on uh, whether or not these immigrants are bringing and causing COVID issue spreads across the country. And I'm like, I don't know who this guy is, you know, right. why attach his name to, to, to an article if, if he's not well known across the country, like Fauci. But they're saying that, uh, you know, the Republicans are off base when they're saying that, uh, you know, immigrants, uh, illegals, I'm going to call them illegals, are bringing COVID with them and spreading it across the country. They're blaming it on uh, CNN's blaming it on people who have not been vaccinated as yet. So, well, they would. Uh, but for them to say that <clears throat> these um, 
illegals um, are not bringing COVID with them is factually wrong as well. Right. It's so BS. Has been a, yeah, there has been a great number of them who have been documented as having COVID. Um, you know, they're not in every state in the union. So not yet. But the people are at risk in which towns they are occupying right at the moment. And by well, occupy, I don't mean they've taken over. I just mean that they're there. <laughs> I um, mean, uh, the the uh, COVID uh, virus has spiked in, in those Texas border towns where they've been keeping these people. Right. Uh, so, you know, is that all because, uh, you know, they they haven't been vaccinated? And CNN says that there's still, you know, there's still a far... Let's see, there's more people that haven't been vaccinated than there have been, according to CNN. I don't know if that's true or not. Again, I don't ever really pay a lot of attention to CNN, but I was just trying to find some numbers. Because have you noticed how we, we've been di- distracted from the border? I mean, when was the last time you really heard them talk about the border like they were doing before yeah, Afghanistan happened? And and, and we still got a good, a good distraction. We've still got thousands and thousands of people coming across the border. And I'm thinking, you know, for a while there, I was thinking, well, any day now, Joe Biden or somebody up there in Washington, D.C. is going to say, "Okay, let's let's stop this for now. Uh, We're going to put a halt to anybody else coming across until we can catch up. But they just keep letting them come over. And I'm wondering, will there ever be a stop to it? What's a good number for for Democrats in this country, you know, 2 million, 3 million, 4 million, what 4 million well, those people are all possible voters, uh, Donald Wayne. I don't know. I mean, well, I tell you, I tell you, uh, we, we, we really need to, we need, we need to get pissed off is about basically what I, the way I feel about it. Cause if, if there's no signs that he's going to stop what's going on at the border, if that's just, I, I wish people would ask, and I haven't heard one reporter ask yet, do you see any point in the future where we may say, let's stop this for a while? When is there going to be an end? What is a number that you're willing to reach? Or is there no number that matters to you? Two, three, four, five million people. And now we're bringing in, you know, now we're going to be bringing in 30, 40, 60, 80,000 people from Afghanistan, which I'm not saying that, that's a whole well, different you know, as long story. As, as long as they're vetted, but I don't know how it's you can vetted. vet them at this rapid pace that we're having to get them out of the country. You know, there's an article out Arizona already warned of potential uh, border threats from terrorists uh, freed by Taliban in Afghanistan. Uh, who was it? Um, who I wouldn't doubt it? it. It was Rodney Scott. Uh, you disappeared former, again. Are you are <laughs> are you having internet issues, Dennis? Oh, Dad Gum, he's dropped off the he's off the grid again. There, folks. <laughs> this is going to be one of those nights. Maybe they're messing with us because we're 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 uh, talking about them, you know. I don't know. Um, yes, uh, they were talking about that. On, they, 
I'm I'm just trying to keep rolling. When you when you come back in, we'll just act like you never went anywhere. Really, uh, but I did. <laughs> did you miss me? Jeez, um, yeah, Border yeah. Patrol Chief uh, Rodney Scott said. That oh, Rodney, he, I know Rodney. Yeah, you know Rodney? Yeah, you know Rodney. That guy. He said yeah. that uh, he firmly believes that it's a natural security crisis. Immigration is just a subcomponent of it, and now. Um, it's just a cover for massive amounts of smuggling going across the southwest border to include TSDBs at a level we have never seen before. That's a real threat, he says. Um, and TSDBs, if you wondered, is uh, refers to migrants whose names match those on the Terrorist Screening Center database. Oh, well, I'm glad you told me that because I really had no clue what T. SB or TCB or, or, or PCB. I don't know. What the? F- <laughs> Whatever it is. Oh, good Lord. Whatever My goodness. You said. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, do you think, do you think that they're allowing all of this to happen for us to get so inundated? Yeah. Yeah. I hear you inundated with these issues that the government's just going to have to declare martial law or something. I don't know. I don't know. Get us to just get their hand in everything down your mouth, up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, good Lord. That sounds like a bad weekend and, um, and, and shake hands. I, I just feel like this. It's that's, I just feel something in the air that is just getting, because it's, well, it's so crazy that you, you would never see this. Who had ever thought that we would do what we've done in Afghanistan in the manner in which we have done it, if I can say that correctly? Well, they're, they're saying, you know, that uh, one article from the Examiner said that the Taliban, you know, they did release thousands of prisoners on their march through Afghanistan, and uh, many of whom are terrorists. <laughs> And it's saying these dangerous people are highly motivated to strike back at the U.S. and the West because we helped to overturn their strongholds in the Middle East over the past two decades. So, you know, between that, the, the, the terrorists that have been released and people who have helped us all these years and they're now their families have been uh, murdered, um, possibly, we may have created a whole new breed of terrorists. Because of the slap in the face. This administration has doled out to those that have helped us for these past 20 years. I mean, everybody's jumping on board, criticizing him. Uh, I was going to play this thing the other night on on a mini pod about this British general. He's retired, but uh, then he took on some other position in the British government uh, that and he he served in Afghanistan, and he said in no way and whatsoever does what's going on right now in Afghanistan reflect on the U.S. military itself, the men and women who have no. gone over there and served. It reflects on the leadership and especially Joe Biden and the people that he's chosen to rely on, uh, and he also called. Uh, for Joe Biden, he he feels like Joe Biden should be court-martialed. Did we talk about that one night? 
Remember, we just, did, and we said, well, he's not you know part of the military, but he is the commander in chief. How can he be free of prosecution? Yeah, there was an article I saw today that I, but I did not read it, and it says, "Can Joe Biden be?" court-martialed and i did not get a chance to read it so i don't know it's probably just an opinion piece anyway but um i mean he's technically a civilian but he's over well you know the secretary of defense is a civilian as well right Uh, i think it's a retired retired general that guy but That that guy but there was some uh noise tonight dennis lee that um I was thunder. They were trying to to, to push uh, Biden for an answer. I almost sound like I'm saying Biden, like he's biting. That's he's biting us yeah, all right. He, he's biting all right. Yeah, but right uh, if if we have to stay longer, because you know the news media is not going to let up on this. Are we leaving people in that country? Are we leaving American citizens in that country? And uh, no. they were they were saying the Netherlands, and I think. Was it uh, France, France or Germany? Uh, they've been going in, or England, maybe Britain, was going in and it's, getting people outside of the gates, outside of the airport. But we will, uh, been, you know. Yeah, Great Britain, yeah. Yeah, but they won't let our troops go outside the gate. So, well, I don't know. You know, we also are having to broker a deal with the Taliban now, and actually it fell through. Um today with them saying that look we're not giving you past the 31st if you're not out by um or um by the 31st then you know there's going to be dire consequences so the fact that they're giving us any kind of ultimatum is a slap in the face but you know um i don't see us trying to look in Trying to, uh, you know, we're, we're, we've continued to look weak here lately. I don't see that changing very much. You know what Donald Trump would say? Something like that. Oh. Uh. Okay. Uh, well, here shortly, <laughs> you're going to be losing some shit because uh, <laughs> we're going to be bombing this and bombing that. I yeah. mean, I, you know, seriously, I, I would be taking out all of those vehicles that we left there. Everything that could be blown up should have been blown up and of course people are well, questioning biden why we didn't do that well well we were leaving that for the afghan army well as soon as you saw them running <laughs> yeah as soon as you saw them running we could have gone over there we could have flown some planes in and just blown that crap up it does not well, make sense no and the uh and the um taliban has also said that the afghan people cannot leave so now they're going to start clamping down on any Afghans that try to leave the country. Like, look, you're not leaving. We need you to do the work that we need you to do. We're not going to do it. So we need Afghans to do it. Well, I, I think Trump would be bombing. He would have started bombing them in the minute they started headed towards, you know, once they started taking over the country until we were out. Until we had everybody out that well, should have. The dirty thing about them is, you know, the, the Taliban, the terrorists, is that they will hold up, they will surround themselves with women and children. Oh, and yeah. Innocents, just so they can't get bombed. And if they do get bombed, then that's, um, 
blown up in the headlines, uh, no pun intended, yeah. that, um, you know, we, we struck innocent women and children. Yep. Well, that tells you what kind of people they are right there. That That is exactly what kind of people we're dealing with. And that's why it's difficult to, you know, win any situation like that because they have no morals. They have no scruples. They don't, they don't fight like everybody else. They're willing, you know, any, anybody that's willing to strap a bomb on them or strap a bomb on a child and run them in a group of soldiers just to eliminate, you know, 10, 15 soldiers. What kind of people is that? What kind of people? But they've been right. fighting that way. They, they fought that way against the, the, the Russians. Right. So none of this should be a surprise to anybody. But yeah, um, it should. What, what's the surprise is the way that Joe Biden has embarrassed America. And, and, you know, they wanted to talk about Donald Trump for the first couple of years, that people think he's a buffoon and he's embarrassing when he goes, you know, uh, on the world stage. Well, <laughs> I wonder what they think about this buffoon they got in there now. Right. And maybe his is just age, you know, maybe his is age and he's got other people running things, telling him what they're going to do. It's a mess. It is a mess, Donald Wayne, and it's only going to get messier. Well, I've talked about everything I want to talk about tonight, so uh, (laughs) thanks for joining us for this episode. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Major Tom? Uh, Yeah, I can hear you. Am I not supposed to be able to? I heard her breath. Uh oh, got quiet again. That gum, I should have prepared more material. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Can you hear me, Donald? Wayne? If I had to keep talking by myself here, <laughs> Lord I, Almighty, I'm gonna have to dig up some old mini pod stuff here to use. <laughs> oh, let me get on the internet. Uh, I, uh, well, there's a there's all kind. You know, gonna be gonna be in <laughs> Afghanistan to death, but that's the way it is right now. It's all over the news. Um, but um, if we want to break it up, I uh, I have to tell you too, Donald Wayne. Everything I sent you that I was gonna do, I'd lost. So I've had to re. <laughs> well, you want me to do everything? You want me to send them? Tonight. Well, that that's helpful. Uh, I've read all that stuff. So <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so but to break it up me. a little bit, um, yeah, I'm gonna, you're definitely going to be surprised. Um, to break it up a little bit, you know that Britain is considering bringing back beavers after 400 years. Um, did you okay. know that they? I didn't know they lost beaver their beaver shortage. No. Did you know that Britain lost their beavers for 400 years? Um, Where'd they lose them? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a damn oh, island. Yeah. Where can they lose this them? Is, <laughs> this is a story from Reuters. Um, the British government is considering plans to release beavers back into the wild across England some four centuries after the dam-building mammals became extinct in Britain. Did you know that beavers became extinct in Britain? Were you calling in the dam animals? 
Well, you're right. The damn animals. There was no wild <laughs> beavers to be found. Um, the proposal described as a cautious step towards establishing a native beaver population <laughs> would see the animals allowed to be introduced if strict criteria were met along with an assessment of their impact on the surrounding land and other species. So it comes after a successful five-year trial on the River Otter in Devon, a rural county in southwest England, concluded a family of beavers had a beneficial effect on the local ecology in what was the first legally sanctioned reintroduction to England of an extinct native animal, uh, mammal. Today marks a significant milestone for the reintroduction of beavers in the wild. Environmental Minister George Istis said on Wednesday Who? at the start of a 12-week... Istis? I thought said Fistus. <laughs> well, wouldn't that be a sight? George um, and his beavers, okay. <laughs> oh, um, he said, but we also understand that there are implications for landowners, so we're taking cautious approach to ensure that all potential impacts are carefully considered. The government said that uh, beavers could play a hugely significant role in helping to restore nature creating dams from trees, mud, and rocks, which raise water levels and create wetland habitats that support the recovery of a wide range of native species. Um, the government said it also planned to make it an offense to capture, kill, disturb, injure, or pet your beaver or damage their breeding sites. So, um, you know, so you, you, you can't pet beaver, your beaver? You can't, and when you see a wild beaver in England, you let you best leave it alone. So, um, yeah, that's I didn't know they have been beaverless for four hundred years. <laughs> that's a that's a long <laughs> drop there, Donald Wayne. Yeah, well, yeah, poor poor Britons, I didn't even <laughs> know. But uh, we, yeah, we probably could have shared some beavers with them if we'd known they were in trouble. I mean. We've got plenty of beavers, um, <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, <laughs> you know, it depends, uh, unless it's a special type. But we should probably go ahead and close that story. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that would be something to break it up a little bit. Well, I was looking forward to the venom venomous snee snee, the sea snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, the ones that, uh, that wanted to mate with the diver. Yeah, well, yeah. The, uh, the, if you get a chance, look up the venomous sea snake. Sea snake. Snake snake. <laughs> it uh, is sexually attracted to humans right now So because it's confused. Um, if you can find that. I don't, I've never been able to find that one again. I wonder if your um, beaver would eat the sea snake. I don't know if the snee snake, snee snake, <laughs> Lord, I, you did it. You did it now. It's a snee snake for the rest of its life. It's oh, a new species. <laughs> oh, goodness. And that's it about the news. And that's news to me. Um, <laughs> okay. Wow. Oh, well, I needed to laugh because I'm not going to laugh at this next story. Oh, well, uh, yeah, snee snakes. That, that's hard to say that, though. Sea snakes. It is. Sea. 
snakes. Sea snakes. If you talk slowly, you know, it's yeah, different. Right. But uh, all right. I The main thing I was going to talk about tonight, uh, you know, just the run of the mill stuff was I saw this story about Ashley Babbitt and, you know, it's, it's still continuing. And, and uh, every time I see it, I get more infuriated. And then when I read this article, see, every time they add just a little bit more stuff in there that gets me worked up again. So this is uh, an article from the Epic Times uh, from August. Well, oh, it's today. Okay. Oh, wow. uh, by, by Zachary Steber. Again, it oh. says Capitol Police officer who, was, who killed Ashley Babbitt on January 6th acted lawfully, the police say. Uh, I mean, how many times are they going to come out with a judgment on this thing? So uh, every month or so we hear some new judgment on this, but this evidently this is from the Capitol police themselves. So the article says the Capitol police announced on August the 23rd that an internal investigation found the officer's conduct in shooting Ashley Babbitt, both lawful and within department policy. So I guess they're accustomed to shooting people that are unarmed. The policy says an officer may use deadly force only when the officer reasonably believes that action is in the defense of human life, including the officer's own life, or in the defense of any person in immediate danger or serious physical injury. That's a lot of stuff that you got to consider before you shoot somebody, Dennis Lee. Uh, mm-hmm. The officer hasn't been officially identified yet, even though some people... It, there are a lot of people that seem to know who it is. Um, it's just not made public officially. Um, the last month, the Epic Times reported they had an article that said that most police departments, including Washington, D.C.'s Metropolitan Police, are required to release an officer's name within days of a fatal shooting. Not the U.S. Capitol Police, however, which is controlled by Congress and answers only to Congress. It can keep public in the dark about the identity and investigation of an officer involved in a shooting indefinitely. For the past six months, as Congress has proposed legislation to reform police departments across the country, the Capitol Police have stiff-armed government watchdogs, journalists, and even lawyers for Babbitt who have sought the identity of the officer and additional details about the shooting. But the uh, United States Capitol Police still refused to release his name in stark contrast to recent high-profile police police shootings around the country. Um, So then it goes back to this article today, and it says this officer... And the officer's family have been the subject of numerous credible and specific threats for actions that were taken as part of the job of all of our officers, it says, defending the Congress, member staff, and democratic process. Uh, This is an official statement by the Capitol Police. The actions of the officer in this case potentially saved members and staff from serious injury and possible death from a large crowd of rioters who forced their way into the U.S. Capitol and to the House chamber where members and staff were steps away. Uh, The Capitol Police officers had barricaded the Speaker's lobby with furniture before a rioter shattered the glass door. 
if the doors were breached, the rioters, rioters would have been uh, had immediate access to the house chamber. I want to stop there a second, Dennis Lee. Weren't they already in the house chamber? Isn't that where that idiot with the 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 horns on his head wasn't he in the house chamber? Because right. that's where Pelosi is. So this guy shot Ashley Babbitt to keep. Well, one she sh- he shot Ashley Babbitt supposedly to keep those people from getting into the house chamber, which it had already been gotten into by the other group of people. Question number two that I have. Well, did that stop everybody or did people continue to break, you know, come through the door even after Ashley Babbitt was shot? I don't know, but he's saying that he shot her to keep them from getting into the house, uh, to the, uh, house chamber. It goes on to say the officer's actions were consistent with the officer's training and Capitol Police policies and procedures. A lawyer who represents Babbitt's family, Terrell or Terrell Roberts, said in a statement that the evidence clearly shows that killing Babbitt was legally unjustified because there was there was uh, ample police manpower present in the speaker's lobby who were ready and able to stop or arrest her. He also noted that the USP, that the uh, officer potentially saved members of Congress and staffers from injury and possible death. So the lawyer comes back and says, well, one cannot be shot for potentially being a threat. Once he once has, once has to be an imminent threat. Oh, I guess that has to be one. One has to be an imminent threat, a real and immediate threat, he said. The officer's lawyers have defended his actions, claiming he issued warning that the shooting was justified and that he could have fired more than one shot. Um, the the uh, Babbitt family lawyers have argued that it was too noisy to hear any commands that the officer may have issued that day, and the officer should not have shot Babbitt because she was unarmed. Uh, the DOJ announced in April it wouldn't pursue any charges against the officer. Um, that also includes the Civil Rights Division of the of Washington D.C. said there was insufficient evidence to support a criminal prosecution of the officer. So Babbitt's family si- filed a lawsuit in June to make the identity of the officer public. The family has also said it plans to file a wrongful death suit against the Capitol Police as well. So, you know, like I said, based on the, the, the videos that we saw that day, and I've never seen any video other than the video of everybody at the door. And I guess, I don't know, she's using something to, to break the glass. Is I don't know if she's the only one breaking the glass on the door. And I don't know if she physically got through the glass, climbed into the room, and she was the first one there, and the officer decided to shoot her, because I've never seen any film beyond that where they're all outside the door. Uh, And if he was concerned that all those people were going to come through there, why didn't he shoot more than one person? Why did he stop with one if he was afraid that all those people were going to overwhelm the door and, and get into the uh, house chamber. All right. 
So did the crowd stop? Did they stop trying to go in after the, after he shot Ashley Babbitt? I don't know. Um, officer said he was trying to keep the crowds out of the chamber. You know, and I know this is this is kind of an uh, I don't know. It, it's it's an uh, right angle question here, but. I can't help but wonder, you know, because of all the police shootings that we had last year and how quickly everything was identified and, and the public was out to judge every shooting or every incident that happened. And I first thought, well, I wonder if things would have been different if Ashley Babbitt had not been white, if she had been of some other ethnicity. I will not pick one because it doesn't really matter. But then I started thinking, no, it probably wouldn't have mattered because they hate everybody that is a Republican or a Trump supporter. You know, so they're not going to really waste a lot of effort because normally when a woman is uh, is a victim of, of some kind of shooting or crime or uh, in, in this country, I mean, there's a lot of people up in arms and it, it's a lot of press. But they've been, other than conservatives, they've been standoffish about Ashley Babbitt. And I'll, you know, I've said this before when we've talked about the subject in the past. You know, in my opinion, those people should not have been doing what they were doing. They should not be breaking down a door. They should not be trying to destroy property. Uh, you know, the ones that walked into the front of the Capitol, that's a whole different issue. But these people that actually had to physically tear up barriers to get inside, they shouldn't have done that, but then you still, unless you were threatening somebody's life, you shouldn't have lost your life because of that, in my opinion. Right. Um, so I don't think it would have mattered if, if she had been, uh, if she'd been someone else besides a white woman Trump supporter. But uh, it, it would be interesting to know if that have, would have changed the uh, response to this at all. And um, and then the other thing is the fact that the Capitol Police Department doesn't have to go by the same rules that the that 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 group of assholes up there in Washington, D.C. is trying to make everybody else in the country live by. They're trying to force and pass laws uh, in various parts of the country where they're restricting police uh, uh, police officers ability to do their job. And maybe there's some things that need to be done, obviously, but they always make themselves exempt from rules that they make everybody else live under. Have you ever noticed that? Hmm. Every Everything that they want to pass a law about, it doesn't seem to apply to them. It doesn't seem to apply to the Capitol Police because they're under the jurisdiction of the, cap, uh, of, uh, the House, and Nancy Pelosi basically is the boss. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. One, that the fact that the Capitol Hill police do not have to operate under the same rules that every other police department, even the Washington, uh, uh, Washington City, uh, Washington, D.C. Capitol Police have to uh, go by. They're exempt, Dennis Lee. They don't have to follow the rules. 
they can do whatever the hell they want as long as whoever's in charge says it's okay. You you know, you were okay. It was all right to shoot her. She was unarmed, but I know you were afraid of her. So that's horrible. That's Absolutely that's horrible. here's the thing. What a double standard. What a damn uh, double standard. This this is exactly what will happen in socialism? This will be the very. These are just these are just previews of the things that happen in a capitalistic society. Uh, capitalistic, <laughs> socialistic <laughs> society. Well, there's all kinds of crap that handled uh, happened there too. But the people in power do not have to follow the same rules of the people that they're over. So if, if you, if, if people want to keep pushing towards that, that kind of society in this country, get used to this crap. Cause that'll, it'll be in every aspect of your life. There will be people that do not have to do what they're telling you to do. It's almost like that old rule that my dad used to say years ago, well, do as I say, not as I do. Well, that might work with kids, but it doesn't work with other adults. Right. So, kiss my grits, Nancy kiss Pelosi. my dirty grits, Pelosi. <laughs> um, Donald Wayne, did you hear about the story of a guy in California that was passed out in a car with 300 recall ballots, drugs, and a loaded gun? <laughs> no, I, I didn't. Uh well, this is a story just, uh, it says Media <laughs> ITE. I don't know what that is. Uh, by Michael Lacano. <laughs> Drugs. Um, or, or Luciano. Yeah, Michael Luciano. Um, and yeah, here's an actual, here's the actual YouTube of it. Let's see if we can get this audio to play right here. Hold on one second. Yeah, Mike and Jared, many wondering tonight, so was it a voter fraud scheme or something else? Investigators are now trying to determine why it is that more than 300 recall ballots were found inside a man's car at this 7-Eleven in Torrance. More than 300 mail-in ballots for the governor's recall race were found inside a car parked at this Torrance 7-Eleven with a man sleeping inside of it. So that's kind of... The part where we're at now with this investigation is everyone wants to know two questions. Why were the ballots in his vehicle? What was his intent with those ballots? And that's what we're trying to figure out. It was an employee at the convenience store on Emerald Street near Hawthorne Boulevard that alerted police last Monday around 1045 p.m. about the man sleeping in his driver's seat and stolen Hello. ballots. Hello. <laughs> you There was Xanax, a gun, <laughs> meth, and other mail. He was arrested on several charges related to possession of the firearm, the narcotics, uh, the... Uh, theft of identity theft, as well as receiving stolen property and some other charges as well. But Several agencies, including. You're going again. Hello, hello. You're going again. <laughs> Silence is golden. Uh, Dennis Lee, we're having transmission problems. To get them oh, those uh, names there you are. on those ballots so they can be notified and then new ballots can be resent to them in time. The election to recall Governor Gavin Newsom is set for September 14th. Hopefully they, the election isn't um, 
rigged this time or, or if it was last time, I'm not sure, but hopefully there is no uh, fraud. fraud ballots out there. And investigators are also looking into whether this incident is connected to any other theft of recall ballots. For now, reporting live here in Torrance, Mary Beth McDade will send back to you guys in the studio. Mary Beth. Yeah, so apparently, um, just like he said, this guy was passed out in a 7-Eleven parking lot. Um, and yeah, had all kinds of stuff. Uh, <laughs> methamphetamines and ballots and you know i don't know it sounded like he had a rough night so but so my question is how did he get the ballots is it, it was it a ballot harvesting um well you know i, I don't know the sergeant Mar, uh, mark ponagallic <laughs> working with the U.S. Postal you made that up. <laughs> and, no, I didn't. Uh, and Public Integrity Division, so the PID uh, of the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office, to ascertain how the election ballots ended up in the suspect's vehicle and what their intent was in having them. Uh, each ballot has a specific barcode that corresponds to each voter, and authorities are currently working to get new ballots to affected voters. So, yeah, on September 14th, uh, they're going to vote whether to recall, oh, gruesome Newsom or not. So, um, yeah, I don't know if he thought he was helping somebody or, but, yeah, they, they had you know, found Xanax, methamphetamines, a loaded handgun, and uh, 300 ballots. So... I mean, that's one way to make uh, some changes. But, you know, if you want to go down the other line and go to COVID, uh, go to Mississippi. Mississippi Hospital there, he's, they're canceling brain and heart surgeries because the COVID-19 patients are taking up all the ICU beds. Um, they're having a lot of problems with this Delta variant and they're having more and more and more of these breakthrough cases that are coming up. Um, they said Memorial Hospital at Gulfport doesn't have enough ICU beds to house patients waiting for brain and heart surgeries. Um, the situation is so dire, the hospital has no choice but to cancel them. In the best case scenario, patients who need these surgeries might wait days to receive one. Um, they're life-saving for the person who needs it. We try each day and every day to make it work, but as soon as we make a bed, it's given to the next person who's not doing well. Um, they said, uh, uh, so what? I mean, what they're saying that about 32% of the population is fully vaccinated uh, to, against the coronavirus in Harrison, according to the most recent data, from Mississippi State Department of Health. That's Harrison County, um, where they're having this spike at the hospital. Um, but the Delta variant has been spreading very quickly, and they're actually saying, um, I can find this on here, that, uh, that the U.S. is showing a rising uh, rate of uh, breakthrough infections infections among the fully vaccinated so um 
They said some 25% of SARS-CoV-2 infections among Los Angeles County residents occurred in fully vaccinated residents from May through July 25th, a period that includes the impact of the highly transmissible Delta variant. Uh, The CDC is relying on data from cohorts such as Los Angeles County uh, study to determine whether Americans need a third dose of COVID uh, vaccines to increase protection. Uh, The government scientists last week laid out a strategy for booster doses, which everybody heard about, and now they've got the FDA approval for the um, that Pfizer vaccine, right? Is yeah, it was the first out? one. I think the other one is uh, is on on the list to be approved next. But right, which is the Pfizer? Um, which witchy witchy? Uh, <laughs> the Pfizer is the one that I took the two doses, and um, yeah, the studies are saying that. Uh, you know, several months after you've had your last shot, then your protection starts to wane. That's what they're finding out now. Oh, yeah. They said the vaccine uh, efficacy during the period of the study when Delta was predominant fell to 66% from 91% prior to the arrival of the Delta variant. Um, So... The thing, you know, things is, is definitely changing. Um, so we've kind of, kind of got it going on all fronts, all fronts there. Well, um, you know, it's, it's hard to take sides on this thing about vaccination. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, my personal choice and my family's personal choice was to take it because we felt like it was our best chance of, you know, not dying for one thing or, or, or getting sick. And, um, so, but then again, if I were someone who was afraid to take it for one reason or another, um, or, or I had a condition that some doc, my doctor would say, well, you might put you at risk then, you know, I think people have a right not to take it, but I, I just don't know what, what society is supposed to do with that. Um, and it's, 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 it's creating a breach, uh, a divide. Deaths are, they say deaths are, are increasing in 43 States and it's the worst tally since December. Um, that, uh, you said the U.S. deaths in the week ending Monday totaled 7,225. By comparison, about 5,400 Americans died in Pearl Harbor and the 9-11 taxes combined. I don't know if that's a good comparison there, but they're also saying that um, non uh, white non-Hispanics, which represent about 61.1% of all deaths during the pandemic, made up about 68.8% of the deaths reported so far in July and August. Um, and the, the, the deaths among the young people is jumping up too. those in their thirties and people 18 to 29 have roughly tripled their share of deaths in July and August. And people in their fifties and early sixties have represented fewer 
than one of every six victims in the pandemic. But in July and August, they make up more than one of every four. So the numbers are continuing to change. Well, because I think the elderly were the, the first ones. My group was one of the first ones to uh, to be approved to go ahead and take the vaccine. It was, you know, because felt like that was the biggest at-risk part of the population. And maybe, you know, it's showing up in some of the younger groups now because they're saying that a lot of millennials are, are not interested in getting the shot. But I, I don't know, you know, and unless, and then there are some stories where some people have had some adverse reactions and even some deaths to the vaccine, or they got they died after they got the vaccine. Who knows who to trust? Yeah, but the percentage is so small. I mean, it'd be different if we were talking about, you know, millions of people have died from the vaccine. That's that's different. That's something. I mean, right? You know, one 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 death is too much, but these things are going to happen because, you know, um, in effect, some of you know part of this is we're part of the uh, the the trial period. Oh yeah, for full approval. I mean, because they had to rush this stuff out, so there's no but, way of knowing. But the alternative was that probably a lot right. more of the elderly in this country would have died, which probably would have been okay with who want to free up more social security for all the illegals that they're bringing into the country, but, um, Oh my goodness. And Medicare. But I, I again, I, it was a personal decision. I don't know how it would have felt like if, if I didn't want to take it and somebody told me I had to take it in order to keep my job or for me to go anywhere. I don't know, but I just, I think based on, the law of averages, I, I just feel like that, you know, if we have to have a booster, I'll get a booster just because uh, it's the same way that I get a flu shot. I don't like getting a flu shot. Some people have adverse reactions to the flu shot. Uh, but well, um, and Dr. Fauci is saying that, um, that that we need the monoclonal uh, uh, monoclonal antibodies to be used. He said, you know, this is what uh, President Trump got treated with. Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, got treated with that. Um, you know. Well, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis is setting those clinics up or the hospitals up in Florida to start treating people with those monoclonal uh, antibodies and uh, trying to help uh, you know, cut down on the occurrences there in Florida. So he's kind of ahead of the game uh, compared to other states in that respect. And, it, it, of course, he gets a lot of criticism because of the mask thing. Uh, well, I, think I, I just FDA approval is going to help bring some of these people who are on the fence to the table and get them to get the shot. Um, look, at the end of the day, do we know what's going to have, uh, what's going to, what, what's going to happen ten years down the road? Um, no, I don't think anyone could say that um, with a hundred percent accuracy. But you know, uh, the risks just far outweigh um, 
the benefits the outweigh the risk. So, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. I had it backwards. Uh, I, I agree. Um, but, I just for me, that's a personal choice, and and like I said, we all made it because we thought that was the best thing for us. And uh, you know, some of these people who get on Twitter and they they get crazy with their uh, rejection of of people getting the vaccinations they want to make it all about you know big government telling you that you need to do this well i've got something i'm going to play towards the end of the show but it's uh, i found a little thing on twitter about uh as a recording from an official in new zealand who was talking about you know they're they're forcing everybody there to get get the vaccination if you don't get it they're going to come after you they're going to look you up. So, what, what country is this? That's New Zealand, and yeah, I, um, I saw this thing. Um, I may have been on Tucker Carlson earlier about uh, some guy. There's a, a. It was in Australia, and somebody, some guy, was in an elevator, and I don't know. I missed the first part of the story. Why he was there? Why they were looking at him? But of course, all the elevators, you know. Everybody, hey, pay attention. In elevators, most of them have cameras in them now, unless you're in one of those $15 an hour uh, flea bag hotels. But they, um, he sneezed in the elevator. And so they're going to arrest him and put him in jail because he was in public. He didn't was not wearing a mask. And I, I think in, in Australia right now, if you're in public, you have to have a mask on. So because he was in public, and he sneezed in that elevator, they're going to put him in jail. They're looking for him. This is a guy in an elevator. And Well, you got all kinds of weird stuff going on right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, people, some people are out of their mind. Well, they got some people taking this uh, uh, Evermectin, the freaking animal dewormer. <laughs> um, used as a medicine to, you know, they're using it as a, they're saying it's good to prevent or treat COVID-19. And they're saying, look, this is a highly concentrated uh, and it's toxic to people and can cause serious harm. You're not a horse. You're not a cow. Seriously, stop it. You're a human, you idiot. Um, you know, and well, then, well, if it keeps you then, from getting worms, I don't know. Maybe that's a. I, I don't know. We, you know, I guess you'd have to record your butt at night or something. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, <laughs> that's uh, that's Hawaii, even too weird. Uh, it's a little weird, isn't it? Um, you'd have to have a really good friend, um, David. <laughs> Uh, I, I guess that's I-G-E, I'd say that's I um, or I-G, uh, he's the governor of Hawaii, and he's telling folks, don't don't come out. I mean, you got to figure Hawaii, they make all their money off of tourists, right? So, yeah. but they're telling, they're telling tourists, don't come. Um, because um, they said don't come through October because they're having a surge in COVID cases that has their hospitals at capacity as well and everything pretty much in Hawaii gets trucked in remember, you know from outside of the island so um, he's basically said look in a news conference on Monday it's not a good time to travel to the islands um, 
you know, he didn't. Now they're not. That being said, they're not going to turn you away if you come to Hawaii. They're just telling you it's really not a good time to be coming. Um, you know, it's uh, it's it's different. It's all across the board. Things are changing rapidly, and we've got. It seems like we've got something coming at us from every angle right now. Um, I've never know, seen so much one, stuff. Negativity. We're one comet, comet away from, uh, or asteroid away from just being, you know, throwing our hands up in the air. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's mess. I, know, I was talking to somebody today that was ex-military, and they were like, you know, this is the worst I've, I've ever seen us in, as a, as a, as a country. Um, the probably the worst we've ever looked to, um to our allies. Um, well, you know, the, and, the four yeah. years of Trump was bad in the sense that liberals spent four years trashing him, all conservatives, all Republicans, everything that Trump did. And then they spent the four years trying to find ways to get his ass out of office. Uh, right. No business, nothing good for the country. Let's get rid of Donald Trump. What happens? He, he, quote, loses the election. We won't go down that rabbit hole. But they're still still wanting to find something on him to make sure that he doesn't have a chance or an opportunity to run again in 2024. And let me tell you, you know, and this isn't, I'm not saying, you know, right this minute, I'd be prepared to vote for Donald Trump in 2024. But I'm saying, look at the crowds that he draws when he goes places. Look at the crowd Saturday night in Coleman, Alabama, which is nowhere in Alabama. And, you know, there's people in this country that don't, they want that kind of government. They want that kind of person in office because he was doing stuff. Since Joe Biden's been in there, I mean, it's it's been utter chaos. It's, there's it's nothing. Been, it's been a real shit show. It has. It's, it's been. It's, it's like day one, you know, we talked about, you know, we, some of the, I I hate to be repetitive, but sometimes, you know, when you get my age, you do get repetitive, (laughs) but just, it started with, I mean, immediately he started killing stuff, everything that had to do with Trump, which that British general. hmm? Well, I mean, and, and, and I'm not defending him at all, but I will say that. Every president that comes in, they do squash things that the previous administration put together. True. Seems to be like the, you know, Sir, the, the rite of passage. But right. But not job killing things like that. No. I don't think. No. Not things, you know, certain regulations and certain things that maybe they just didn't like. But that, that pipeline thing. And then, then we're begging, you know, uh, OPEC to increase oil production, uh, there's no common sense to that pipeline. If anybody sat down and analyzed what, what they did and, and what effect it has, uh, if, and make it a green, green new deal issue, uh, carbon, we're not, we're not uh, reducing carbon footprint in this country. Not yet. Anyway, not, not until they push the electric cars. Oh, I saw this funny little, I saw a little funny cartoon. 
about uh, electric cars. It showed uh, it showed a tow truck, a gasoline-powered tow truck, pulling a diesel-fired uh, generator trailer kind of thing that was jumping off an electric car on the highway. <laughs> so, you know, it's, uh, they're going to have to have that. For people whose electric cars die on the freeway, we're going to have to have gas-powered vehicles to go, go put, uh, pick them up, at least probably in, unless you get one of those uh, Ford Lightning trucks. Have you seen the commercial for them the, that they yeah. say you can drive that thing to a job site and you can power your tools with it, you know, or power yeah. your house? If your house goes, it loses power, you can plug your house into your, your Ford Lightning truck and it'll, it'll uh, provide you some electricity in your house uh, we've got a lot we've got a lot to do before we're ready to be 100 percent electric i know i uh, know but but everything that biden did in the beginning started killing jobs and then they've they've everything they've tried to do uh and, and of course they've spent trillions of dollars now or they've uh uh approved spending trillions of dollars it's just there's nothing positive in there except for the people who want to set their ass at home and not do anything. And they want somebody to take care of them, give them a check once a month, uh, take care of the health care. Uh, what else are we going to throw on there? Um, I don't know. It's, it's just give me, give me, give me. That's what it's all about. And uh, well, I mean, you know, uh, what Biden's down to 41% for his approval, uh, approval rating, and um, and even uh, now, uh, whopping uh, 76% believe that um, some Americans will be left behind to be captured by terror groups and now controls Afghanistan. You know, that um, look, um, this thing's not going to go well. Well, they were playing callers tonight on, on uh, Tucker Carlson, people calling in. Uh, I guess some of the some of the people they have on the show still know people or have friends that are stuck in Afghanistan. And so they're calling them on the show. And one woman almost broke out into tears because she was afraid that she wasn't going to be able to get out of there. Um, yeah. He's I don't think he can recover from that stain. I mean, they're trying to spin it. But, you know, or somebody suggested, well, if we end up having to send even more troops in there to actually start going and getting people and then they start shooting at us and we have servicemen die, who is that going to be on? Right. Whose fault is that going to be? They need especially to get when they're shooting at us with our own weapons. Yeah. And wearing our own uniforms. I saw pictures of them tonight yeah. walking around in that camouflage stuff. And it just, it, it infuriates me. Did it you inf- see them raising the flag? The, their flag. Right. Yeah. 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 And dri- driving around and vehicles that say police on the side of them. I mean, this, this is, this is a bunch of people that, uh, I don't know. I, you know, I, and I don't, I've never known anybody <laughs> from Afghanistan. I've never known anybody in the Taliban. I, you know, uh, the amazing thing was when they were talking about, you know, how inadequate the Afghan army was, I heard one guy talking on Fox about, 
you know, when we went over there and we started training these people, many of these grown men did not know how to read. Their education system was so bad in, in, in Afghanistan because, you know, the, the Taliban and Al Qaeda and all those people, they don't want their people to be educated. They only want them to be indoctrinate, indoctrinated uh, in, in what they want them to know. That's why they, and they don't want their women educated. Uh, right. What kind of back ass word society is that? I, I, I just, how in, in this modern time in our world history, how do we have people that still live like that? and support that kind of life. It's amazing to me. It's amazing. Yeah, I don't know who would want to live like that. That's for damn sure. And I think that was one of the things, you know, and, and it made me think when somebody was talking about that story, you know, they, they, the United States gave these, uh, the Afghani people that, you know, the good people, uh, that did not want to live under Taliban rule, uh, live that kind of life, and especially the women who actually had a life of their own uh, because of the United States presence and, and what they did there. Now they're going to have all that's destroyed. All that's going to be gone, and they're going to have to go back to the kind of life they had before. I bet you anything that there's going to be a high suicide rate over there. Uh because of it, and then, of course, you know, the unfortunately, the Taliban going around and uh, and killing people. Right. Just, um, I, I don't know how Joe it's Biden. Best, gets, Donald, I, right? I don't see how he gets out of it. I don't see how how he can work his way out of this mess that he's created. And then he has the audacity to stand up and say, "Well, you know, I'm only doing what Donald Trump put in motion last year." And of course, everybody of any, any common sense tells him or rebuts by saying, yeah, but you, you, you did away with everything else that Donald Trump did. Why is it that you chose this one that you want to say that's on him? And I truly believe that Donald Trump would have done it differently, <laughs> or he would have changed his mind when he saw what was happening, at least until we could get everybody out. You know, that, that, that's, of I can't imagine anybody that would want to stay there, honestly, that had a different kind of life while the United States had a presence there for 20 years. Who would want to go back to the life that they had before the United States? No. And, no have uh, you ever seen that uh, show, The Man in the Tall, The Man in the High Tower? Yes. I, I never uh, did I, see I was, the conclusion of it. Oh, really? Well, I want to start watching it, but the preface of that show is what if the Nazis, uh, what if the Allies had lost in World War II? Yeah, it's, right? it's, it's a weird feel when you first start watching it because well, it's not only the Nazis, but then the Japanese actually control. Right. I think it's from, I don't know, California, the West Coast, and Nevada. Somewhere around Colorado, I think, is the dividing line, the neutral zone, or if you will. Yeah. It, it's a pretty good show, but I, I, for some reason, I never did get to the end of it. It's, uh, mm. it's, a, it's a great what if. Well, if it hadn't been for the United States in World War II, that probably wouldn't be too far-fetched. Right. 
But a lot of the world. Everybody forgets about all that, right? Yeah. Uh, I saw an excellent movie this weekend. It was uh, kind of about that subject about a guy that had been a prisoner of a Japanese uh, a, a prisoner of war camp and the horrible treatment that he had. And I can't remember the name of the movie now, but it was an excellent movie. And um, it's it's hard to believe that people could actually treat human beings that way. Right. And they were actually waterboarding this guy. So it makes me think, I wonder if waterboarding started over in, in, in Japan or China or something, but yeah, they were waterboarding him as part of his, as you know, trying to get information out of him, but horrible, horrible. The way we treat people. It's a mess. You want to hear just a, a funny little story? Well, it's not really funny, but I, I, I think it's funny. Funny, ha ha. Yeah, well, not not you know, chuckle till you huckle, but it's it's. Oh kinda, wow! wow. <laughs> it's it's short. It's uh, had you heard that uh, that the International Academy of Television Arts and Sciences were they were revoking Governor Andrew Cuomo's. Uh, uh, what, what did he get? Emmy? It wasn't an Emmy. Doesn't it say in this article here? Where does it say that? Uh, yeah, they're revoking his. He got an Emmy. Remember last year for his excellent uh, handling of the COVID situation in New York City. You remember that? Oh, no. Yeah, he got an Emmy oh. actually, actually. And, uh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was the Founders Award last November for his masterful use of television to inform and calm people around the world. Yes. However, now the Academy says in a statement that his name and any reference to his receiving the award will be eliminated from International Academy materials going forward. Maybe those people should have done a little background check on Andrew Cuomo before they gave him that award. <laughs> I mean, it's, I don't know that this ever happened before that they've given somebody an award and, and had to take it back. I guess they probably won't get the statue away from him though. Right. I'm keeping that sucker. It's only, only thing <laughs> I'll have to brag about. <laughs> I bet. Hey, you know what? I bet the women won't be, uh, clawing over him now. Mr. What they call him last year, the Love Gov. You remember that? Uh, his his brother used to joke on on the air. The Love yeah. Gov. You never heard that? No. Oh yeah, his brother on CNN. Uh, what's his name? Chris Cuomo. Yeah, he, they would do these little back and forth things uh, when they would get on it. It was kind of giggly stuff and. Yeah, how do you feel about being called the love gov? You know, I mean, good God, is that news? CNN, no wonder you, your ratings are tanking. <laughs> he's the love. I bet he's not a love gov anymore. Of course, he's yeah, probably right. still got a lot of money, but uh, but uh, he won't be hurting. I guess he can probably buy some affection. I don't know. Well, I thought that was. A little uplifting compared to the other stuff we're talking about. Slightly. 
You got anything uplifting, Dennis Lee, other than a... No, I've uplifted all I could. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really know how to... Where to go with that. Uh, Let's see if I got anything right here. Headlines. Children with disabilities need sex education, too. Oh, wow. Okay. Excuse you. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Cackling Kamala reaches new low. I'm wondering what kind of low that is. Uh, Well, I got a few guesses, but. Have you seen that commercial yet on that, that thing to kill flies and bugs? It it shoots a uh, no. It's, it shoots a uh, 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 oh the salt salt yeah yeah. Have you seen that yeah, goofy seen commercial that. they do? It's it's oh uh, yeah. It's yeah. kind of like a French like a Frenchman <coughs> or something. I don't know. A Frenchman. Well, yeah, you know, not to insult anybody that's French, you know, by any means. But yeah, it's, it's that jingle. It's kind of. Yeah, so, so, ho, so, so, ho, 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 so, so. That kind of thing. Did that sound French? I, I, I don't know what that sounded like. <laughs> yeah, I'm, we'll accept it as French. We'll accept it. <laughs> oh, gosh. And Kamala embarrasses herself again. I, I have to be careful what I click on here because some you ever notice that some of these things lead off like if you're looking at them on, on your screen, it's like, Oh, that sounds like a legitimate news story. And then you, you click on it and it's a bunch of ads, uh, about goofy stuff. And, um, Oh, I thought that said nip tips, but that's news tips. (laughs) I got to adjust my glasses. Good Lord. It's a little cold in there. Is it? It's (laughs) no, I, I shut my vent here cause it is a little cool. All right. Uh, the water's cold. Andy. So what? What? What is the thing about Greg Abbott? What the hell, you! I don't even know what that is. It's like like a vibrator that fell out of the box. Or something. Um, what about Greg Abbott? Why? Why is he refusing to send troops to the? to the border. Have you heard that story? No, I have not. Okay. Well, I guess you can't help me out. Uh, I can't help you out there. Says Greg Abbott's COVID test is negative now. Oh, well, that's a plus. (laughs) Yeah, but I I uh, saw a story the other day. Tommy Chong Chong says switch to CBD. Um, No more smoky for him. Uh, I thought I thought that was supposed yeah. to be a negative ad on CB, CBD or what is that? CBP? CTT? <laughs> <laughs> what? CPC? I what? mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, is, maybe he's got special K. <laughs> uh, uh, what in the world? What? Some guy is licking on a pork chop. I don't... That's just not even... I don't even know what to think about that. Yeah, you, you, 
I saw one the other night just freaked me out that I couldn't believe it was on there. It was it was attached to an article. You know, usually these articles, and I'm hoping they never end up when we post them on Facebook. I hope those things that scroll along the side never go with them because this had some real risque stuff attached to it. Um, and I can't really explain it because it's that graphic. But it was on, uh, attached to an article. On the little, <laughs> here's a guy, here's a guy cleaning his gutters, dentistly. This, this would make me think of you. He's on, on his roof laying down and he's got himself tied to the top of the chimneys to some kind of, some kind of stack pipe that runs off, out, off the top of his house. And, uh, he's cleaning his gutters that way. He's got a rope going up the roof and it makes me think about the last time <laughs> we tried to get you on the roof. <laughs> oh, I, rem I remember this stance, <laughs> even though it's been quite a few years ago now, but nothing, nothing as, as, uh, as comical oh, as yes. our buddy Paul, when he looked like the hmm. Spider-Man going up the roof that day. <laughs> yeah, why, why do I always have to go down? Yeah. Why? Yeah, that's I not all of what he mean. said. <laughs> I know. I'm just I'm being nice. We have to be nice because you'd have to know him to understand that situation. But that was that was hilarious. But that made me think about that. Oh my goodness! All right. Well, I see a bunch of. Oh, you know, I have one other thing here that I heard of something. They're saying this that. Uh, Gosh, Herschel Walker yes. may have some mental issues. Is do you know much. anything about this? Uh, yeah. Or, uh, what were you saying no, yes I, about? <laughs> well, uh, he's running for Senate. Um, I don't know about mental issues. Uh, yeah. I heard that briefly this tonight, and I thought, what? I, I don't know. And I thought I'd passed an article that said something about uh, Herschel. But, um, again, yeah, I just heard it briefly. I did not get the whole story. Did you know the dog, the bounty hunter, got married again? You probably don't uh, care. Yes, I did see that. I did see that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I didn't see who he's marrying, but... Uh, you know, he was looking kind of rough there the last time I saw him on TV. He's been spending way too much time out in the sun. Well, yeah, I'll have to look that up. I'll use maybe talk about that tomorrow night. But I heard that there's maybe some issue that will come up during the campaign that Herschel Walker has some kind of an issue. I don't know what it is. Okay. I did not hear that. Okay. Well, we'll have to get the research on that. <laughs> research part, research and development. And I saw something too about Tesla expecting to have a, a fully automated robot uh, available next year, 2022. Have you seen that one? I mean, you're yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen that, and uh, actually, they're talking about um, 
and I don't know if it's Tesla, I think it's another company, the, a fully autonomous um, uh, truck, uh, the, you know, Freightliner. So they're going to start cutting truck drivers out. Okay, here's here's the question. Here's the question about automation. I know we've been dealing with automation for, I don't know how many years since, I mean, it's always cut back on jobs. Okay, if we're going to keep inventing things that reduces the number of people that we need to do jobs, why in the hell are we bringing in thousands and millions of people into this country? What the hell are they going to do for a living? Well, now what... Well, Elon Musk has proposed that we're going to need a, um, forget what he called it, a, like a social, um, not like, not like social security, but almost like social security that we're going to need some kind of, uh, monthly check that goes out of, out to folks because of all the autonomy that will take place over the next couple of decades that will force people um, to kind of sit on the sidelines. So we're going to have to pay people because they're building autonomous vehicles and, um, you know, robots to take their positions. So we still have to provide people with some form of income. It sounds like socialism to me, but, you know. Well, that he yeah. He also wants to be the president of Mars too. So, uh, well, um, let him go. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, oh, it, he I mean, go to Uranus too. I yeah, right, yeah. He, well, Uranus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, it 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 baffles me that they they want to come up with ways to reduce labor in this country, in the name of making things faster and. And, and cheaper and and so and so and then they they still allow millions of people to come into this country so if we're putting people out of jobs that are already here and we're adding to the workforce and we're going to talk about giving people checks i does that add up is is there is that what do they used to call that fuzzy math it doesn't add up dennis lee no. at all at all I see an article here about Herschel running for the Senate in Georgia, but it doesn't say anything about his issues. I'll have to look that up for tomorrow night. But yeah, I hope there's nothing. I, I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him do it if if that's what he wants to do, especially if he's running against you know who. So yeah. Well, and this just came out today too. Governor Kemp apparently sending a hundred National Guard members out to Georgia hospitals that have been overwhelmed by COVID-19 patients. So the numbers are starting to go up. It, well, I don't know. I don't know. You know, it, it would not surprise me for them to try to shut us down again next year. It would not surprise me at all, especially the closer we get to election time, to have an excuse to do all that crazy-ass voting again the way we did last time. And um, 
I think we're in trouble, Dennis Lee. I think we're in trouble. Yep. And uh, it's going to be up to people to do something about it. I'm you just know who saying. Dan Quinn is, uh, don't you? Who? Dan Quinn. You know who he was? Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He used to be the head coach for the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. I wasn't thinking sports. coordinator. He's now the defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. Hmm. Well, I know that you're interested in yeah. So I ain't give a um, shit. I'm keeping, <laughs> I'm keeping up with that. You don't, you don't even have to tell, uh, me, tell me a score. I may run into it, but uh, you don't have to tell me. I think college football starts next weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's all coming around. Yeah, so yay, Saturdays for a while give us – you know, hopefully there won't be any of that political crap going on on the college. Uh, I know Nick Saban won't stand for it. So uh, you will not be kneeling during the national anthem, guys. So uh, actually, I don't think they come out on the field until afterwards, if I'm not mistaken. But, okay. Well, Dennis Lee, you want to talk about our uh, our next show? Together is Thursday night, which is a live show, our oh, yeah. week, weekly live show. Do you want to talk about the contests that we're running? Well, you know, if we can get this thing rolling, folks, we need your help. <laughs> um, what we're going to do is <laughs> during the live show, we're going to rattle off a code word. And um, all we need you to do is to tweet it to us on Twitter. And you will be entered in to a drawing to win a prize. And I'm not even going to tell you what it is. You just got to want to win a prize. It's, um, it, you'll, you'll appreciate it, especially if you like to read. So we'll just leave it at that uh, for right now. Let's pique your interest. Let's get, get, get you involved. I mean, goodness gracious, people. It's, <laughs> it's free. It is free. But, um, yeah. We have that going on, and you will find that code word out this Thursday night if you attend the yeah, live so, show. So be there or be square. Yeah, or rectangle, whatever. <laughs> oh, <a> rectangle. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. I'm not going to take well, that any further. Okay, well, um, and look um, – if you like what you're listening to and you want to hear more of it, um, hit that follow button and uh, you'll be updated on new podcasts that come out. Uh, and we would greatly appreciate the increase in the listenership. We, you know, tell all your friends, your family, you know, anybody that you see. Or anybody, you, you don't even have to like them. Just tell them. Yeah. To listen don't, to that. Yeah. Even if, yeah, if you don't like them, tell them to listen. Um, especially if they're a liberal or a Democrat, they'll love it. Um, so you can also, uh, we encourage you to follow us on Twitter. We're working really hard to boost our engagement on Twitter. We love for you to be part of the, uh, people that, uh, get us up to 10,000 on the Twitter followers and we got a little ways to go. So uh, we definitely appreciate any 
any following on there that you can. Um, and we post a lot. We post all the shows on there, uh, articles and, and and thoughts and stuff on there. So be sure to follow us on Twitter at TristalkWGMoon or uh, TristalkDLee. You can also email us at Tristalk69PTS at gmail.com to um, let us know what you think about the show or uh, if you have any uh, opinions or otherwise, or if you want to send pictures, BP, you know who I'm talking about. Um, and then also, too, follow us on Facebook if you're a Facebooker. Um, you what? can do that. And, and, uh, is that not a term? I don't know. Um, follow and us on Facebook. And not just to think about <laughs> and uh, you won't see that guy but you can see the pictures that we post on facebook all of our articles that we use are on there and the shows are posted on there as well we appreciate your follow uh following there as well and you can find us on these other outlets is uh twitter uh i mean spotify amazon <laughs> music iHeartRadio, radio pandora linkedin listen notes and player fm and I'd like to give a quick shout out to our fine military men and women and our first responders and our healthcare workers. We could not uh, enjoy what we're doing without every one of you out there doing um, what um, that we are not out doing. <laughs> we couldn't do it what? without you. We we appreciate you. We appreciate you and everything that you do. Have nothing but respect for you. Um, and there is nothing that you should want for. Thank you, and God bless you. And uh, thank you all for uh, listening. We are on literally Screw every night your of the freedom. Week. And not yeah, well, just you know think- what? Come on, <laughs> come on down here, Schwarzenegger. I got something for you and your chopper. Um, oh gosh, we're on every night of the week. You can catch us on our uh, our shows together and the mini pods. Um, but we, we greatly appreciate you. Thank you for listening. We, we couldn't. (laughs) Sorry about that. I knew I had to be quick. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Uh, sorry about that. I'll get the light, Donald Wayne. You already got it rolling there. (laughs) Oh, I don't know about that. All right. Thank you, Dennis Lee. See you on Thursday and stay safe, everybody. Loved the monkey man. Tweeter was a boy scout, cause she went to Vietnam. And found out the hard way, nobody gives a damn. They knew that they had freedom just across the Jersey line. So they hopped into a stolen car, took Highway 99. And the walls came down, all the way to hell. Never saw them when they standing, never saw them when they fell. The undercover cop never liked the monkey man. Even back in childhood, he wanted to see him in the can. Jan got married at 14 to a racketeer named Bill. She made secret calls to the monkey man from a mansion on the hill. It was out on Thunder Road, tweet her at the wheel. They crashed into paradise. They could hear them tires squeal. The undercover cop pulled up and said, Everyone is a liar. If you don't surrender now, it's gonna go down to the wire. And the walls came down.